Okay, I'm back one more time. <laughs> it won't be like this every day, but today we're doing a little extra, somehow or other. Um, I wanted to read a few excerpts from uh, from my new book. Huh? Uh, yeah, it's like Kirtania Sadahari. And... Uh, A journey with the mantra. Throughout the millennia, many in pursuance of self-realization have taken to the path of renunciation. It is good. It gives us time for God. I went to India and was happy with simple living, drawing water from the well, taking bath in a river and sleeping on a mat on the floor. Simple living in a natural way brings us closer to God. I even picked up a mantra, but only after connecting with the bona fide spiritual master, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada, did I understand that real spiritual life means to attain love for the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Sri Krishna. Since then, I'm chanting the Hare Krishna Maha Mantra. When taking a picture, we're directing the camera to capture a particular scene. Then the lens will adjust its focus to get a more clear image. In the same way, in spiritual life, we're getting closer and closer to the ultimate goal. To know that love of God is the ultimate goal is one thing. To actually develop love of God is another. Full-blown love of God is not a casual thing, but rather an overwhelming experience. It bursts forth from the heart and is beyond control. In that stage, chanting is pure ecstasy. Tears flow like torrents of rain while the name is dancing on the tongue and hands and hair stand erect. I'm just carrying on chanting faithfully without such deep emotions. But how could I live without him? The eyes have changed. Now I see Krishna everywhere. Every day belongs to him. I chant the mantra softly. I sing it loudly. Yes, our lives are, are a journey. And our spiritual life is also a journey. Um, but on our spiritual journey, it is a journey where the Holy Name is always present. And gradually, our relationship grows deeper and deeper. And the Lord becomes, not only are we becoming attracted to the Lord, but the Lord also becomes attracted to our service. And for this, we'll bestow mercy upon us. I want to thank all of you devotees for being there. Your chanting nourishes my chanting. When Krishna dug out Shamakund, he did it effortlessly with the heel of his lotus foot. When the gopis dug out Radhakund, they broke their bangles and all together scraped the ground until finally they had a deep hole. It may be a mammoth task to chant for a lifetime, but we are the Hare Krishna people in this world. We are all chanting and your chanting nourishes my chanting.
O Prabhupada, chanting on a New York Bowery loft, chanting in a storefront, chanting under a tree in Tompkins Square Park, turning hippies into devotees, turning crows into swans. Then it started in San Francisco and thereafter went to London. One day I saw these pink robed, bald headed extraterrestrials in a Dutch town. <coughs> the chanting has spread everywhere all over the world, first Kirtan and then Japa just speaking the mantra softly in a meditative way. Secrets are descending from the spiritual world, the world of pure service. Krishna is so amazing. Everyone loves him. It is the world of mutual appreciation where everyone is serving Krishna with full love. Seeing how others serve Krishna with so much dedication, naturally love for them will also sprout from the heart. That is the world of chanting Hare Krishna. Thank you again and again. Srila Prabhupada, we bow at your lotus feet. Everyone is chanting. It is everywhere now, the chanting of the holy name. Babies are born into this world and the doctor who delivers them chants Hare Krishna. As different birds fly on different levels in the sky of Lord Chaitanya's mercy, now there are also pilots chanting in the cockpit. In a commercial clip for a new car, we saw someone holding one of Prabhupada's books. We find Prabhupada everywhere and where we find him, we find the holy name. The World Revolution, Tompkins Square Park. The hippies and the musicians saw the park and heard the exotic moves. Tompkins Square Park. The hippies and the musicians saw the park and heard the exotic music. They didn't know what gift he was bringing. They didn't know that they were part of the World Revolution of Harinam Sankirtan. Even now, while we have become his followers, still who can understand what he's doing? He leaves no stone unturned to give the holy name to all. He brings love of God, even after reading his books, even after chanting for decade after decade. We don't really know the greatness of the gift he's bringing. What would it really be like to chant the holy name with pure love? Just relax. How much force should I apply to control the mind while chanting? Or should I just relax when my mind gets restless and simply chant Hare Krishna? Let's chant. Chetudarpan, cleanse the heart. Let's chant. Yam yam babam. The state of consciousness attained at the end of life will determine our next birth. Let's chant. What if we die now? I do not wish to be old and regret time and opportunities wasted. In Kali Yuga we are slow-witted, lazy, unfortunate, always disturbed. I have to constantly remind myself, let's chant. There is urgency, no time for complacency. Let's give it the best we have. Use every opportunity. The early morning, Ikadasi Jamastami. <coughs> let's chant a minimum of 16 rounds or more. <coughs> <coughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs>
<clears throat> Excuse me. Dark corners. I stepped on people's toes. Oh, Vaishnavas, please forgive me. Please give me a chance. from last night <laughs> not the virus uh-huh. chanting with maturity I was immature I said we are always immature Carter Davy Darcy ACBSP replied that made sense. I've remembered it ever since. To chant with maturity is recognizing and respecting Guru Sadhu and Shastra. It means bringing the most exalted principles of the topmost spiritual reality down into my dealings in human society. It means reaching up and bringing it back down. I used to stay and serve in Vindavan. One day, Tamal Krishnamaraj told me, you don't know how fortunate you are. Then my pride did not allow me to fully embrace this statement. Can I now have the humility to acknowledge in my heart that Maharaj was right? One should chant the holy name in a humble state of mind. Then one can chant always Kirtaniya Sadahari. Maturity means we have to learn thoroughly from the many lessons of life. Bhagavatam says that a sadhu is thoroughly honest, a fully dedicated instrument of the absolute truth, despite all shortcomings. I wish I was so deeply absorbed in remembering Krishna that nothing could distract me. I wish you would see Krishna in front of me in my mind's eye while chanting his holy name. I wish my stone-like heart will melt and become soft like butter when I chant the holy name. I wish you could see Krishna now in the spiritual world with head bedecked with peacock feather, served by hundreds of millions of goddesses of fortune, surrounded by wish-fulfilling cows that produce oceans of milk. I wish that my desire to be with Krishna would be stronger. But I'll never stop chanting, Krishna in the form of his name will fulfill all desires. If I would be honest. I could be humble if I would be honest and admit that I have no special qualities, that I'm full of fold and have no devotion. Then I could chant all the time. Now I can't. If I would be humble and tolerant, then maybe I could attract Krishna. 
Rupa and Sanatana's extraordinary humility was more than the Lord could tolerate. I'm proud of achievements, qualities, and possessions that I don't really have. They're only lent to me and will be taken by time. All these false attributes distract me. If only I could be humble, I could take shelter of Krishna and chant all the time. I'm nothing, Satsurup said. You're not nothing, but something, Prabhupada retorted. But you are not what you think you are. If only I could be a servant of my spiritual master, of Krishna and the Vaishnavas, maybe then I could chant Hare Krishna. Can you pray for me that I will improve? The greatest benefit. <clears throat> what is the greatest benefit? To be always happy, to be free from suffering, to go back to Godhead? No. The greatest benefit is to please Krishna. Then let me add to please Him. The real waves. <clears throat> First round, I paddle away from the shore on the way to deep waters to catch the real waves, chanting. Someone knocks on the door. It's my service with a message. The ladies ask if they can come to watch the puja to Giriraj. Not today. I need some time alone with Krishna, some time to be absorbed. I'm still on a six-hour jet lag. I pick up my pedal and continue chanting. Krishna's amazing. He's created a world full of taste, full of beauty. The sun casts its beams through the window. So many colors, so many patterns, so much rasa. And Krishna is the most beautiful of all. He makes the jewels that he wears even more beautiful. Isn't it wonderful that he has made the world like that? Why do you speak of the spiritual world, which is blissful beyond imagination? I'm chanting and remembering Krishna. He's more beautiful than his creation. Hmm, what a concept to fill everything with taste and to give us a heart to relish it. I'm chanting and remembering Krishna. Fifth round, chanting. Captured by the body. Ah, the body interferes, fatigued, not feeling well. I will not let the body steal the ecstasy. I'm with Krishna, the unlimited, amazing Lord of my heart. He will capture me with his playful pranks, with his causeless mercy, and with the beautiful paintings painted by his devotees. He will capture me by letting me chant in kirtan. He will capture me by sending me people that are interested in Krishna consciousness. Yes. Then living like that, I will quietly chant Japa, surely remembering him. The best offering. Krishna is so kind that he even comes to the living beings who turn away from him as the super soul within the heart. Krishna is so kind. 
It is mentioned in the first canto of the Srimad Bhagavatam, chapter 16, that in this age of Kali, for sinful thought, there's no reaction. And for pious thoughts, one is awarded benefit. Ah, a mental rose at Krishna's lotus feet. Then maybe a lotus flower. Hmm, maybe I can do better than that. What is a better offering than his holy name? A rose and a lotus are Krishna's creation. They carry some of his beauty, but the holy name carry, carries all of his beauty. All right then, I think I will offer him that and get the greatest benefit. Let me dance, let me dance, let me dance. Let me jump together with devotees in the kirtan, exchanging moves, laughing. It's transcendental, playful dance. Now the holy name is also dancing on my tongue. Raining mercy, it's raining mercy. We're touched by it, whether we know or not. Now I'm trying to catch it, not to miss any opportunity. Without mercy, there's nothing I can do. The blows of time. Oh, merciless time. How have I become like this? Old age has beaten the wind out of me through blows of time. Now I'm weak and vulnerable. Oh, Krishna Chaitanya, please save me and help me chant your holy name. Some are bearing old age with grace, accepting the limitation, being grateful for the small opportunities. They remain positive and take advantage of these opportunities. As they come, they do better than others who lament over what they have lost. Whatever we do throughout our lives becomes second nature. Therefore, let me chant year after year, and then in old age, it will go on automatically. A day off, a day off. First some extra rest, and then what's next? A day off and still not chanting? No taste, no intelligence, okay, to chant with taste is rare, but to chant because I understand that I have to get out of this material world is intelligence. Still I'm weak, so I turn to praying. Oh, Nichananda Balaram, please give me strength, please give me sincerity to persevere. I can serve. Oh, my dear holy name, please accept my most humble obeisances. Mm, what can I bring for you? Austerity. I don't have a lot of that. Pure love. Um, I'm afraid that in that respect, I do even worse. Then what can I bring you? I can bring the result of some devotional service. That I can do. By making arrangements for Krishna's pleasure. By spreading Krishna's glory. And assisting him in whatever he wishes to be done. I can serve. Then I hope to attract some mercy. And then chanting can be magic. No perfection without struggle. An early morning in Mauritius, 
It is interesting that there are cabbage patches right between the houses. I'm chanting and the gardeners are there before 6 a.m. weeding, watering, digging and cutting cabbages that are ready to be sold. Locals come with little pickup vans and load them up with cabbage. It is business as usual. Even farmers who live closer to nature than we city people have to find time to chant, maybe in the middle of the day. There's no perfection without struggle in the material world. In Vaikuntha, the ladies sweep the marble floors of the palaces, although there's no dust. They don't need dust. They have service attitude. We need struggle to stretch and grow in our surrender. Somehow adjust my life. I always chant with some sort of plan of how I will fulfill my quota for chanting for the day. Each day is different. Some days are overwhelmingly busy. If every day is like that, then we may ask, does it have to be like that? Can I make a change? Somehow adjust my life. Somehow adjust the day. Somehow have a plan to make more time for chanting. Chanting on a busy day. I made sure I was up early enough and chanted the bulk of my rounds before I went out the door. Always with Krishna. I'm never alone, even in the most remote place, because when I chant his holy name, I'm with Krishna. In the middle of the busiest crowds, I'm immediately alone with Krishna when I chant his holy name. All right, just a few samples for you. I hope that this, uh, this book will reach you after some time. And uh, it will also come on the internet as a PDF. Uh, I will just check if that's already there. And if so, then, uh, then surely I hope you will all get it so that um, I can serve you in this way by sharing some reflections on the chanting of the Holy Name. There's one last one which I maybe like the most and uh, which I showed the other day already on, uh, on a Facebook page, but I'll read it also. My small island, my Krishna consciousness is a small island. It it's hard to stay there. The mind wants freedom and to explore the horizons. I sit and chant. The three modes of material nature touch the shores of my island. My island is glorious, though. It is made of pure, transcendental, chintamani touchstone. It has forests of desire trees of devotional service. It also has some hills of austerity, some trees and creepers of distraction. I sit and chant. In the middle of my island is the reservoir of pleasure, and in the heart of it there is a beautiful golden temple of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's mercy, where devotees worship the greatest ever jewel of the holy name. Prabhupada is the pujari, assisted by his dedicated followers. That is where I sit and chant.
Hare Krishna.